Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Here I am. Hello. Welcome to the show. It's Nikki Glaser Podcast. It's Monday. Is it? I know. I have to be honest with everyone. It's We're not. taking this on Friday, <laughs> which is April 1st, April Fool's Day. So are you telling the truth? I am, actually. It yeah, is it is Friday uh, here. But it is Monday to you. And um, just, you know, I appreciate all the, the listeners. I wanted this to be a very, like, a current show of, like, oh, they taped it that day. There's going to be some times where we just can't do that. Doesn't mean that the show's going to lack anything else. And, and in fact... Doing it later in the day, it's 4 p.m. here. We usually do the show around, we say 11 o'clock, and then it gets pushed to about 11.45, 12.15. Um, it's just a different vibe. My face, I feel like you should go check this video out. I think my face has, is less puffy. Mm. I, I give myself that because when I see sometimes the stills of our video on our channel, which I'm subscribed to and they always pop up, sometimes I'm just like, it's a harsh... It's almost like when you accidentally see yourself in your camera and you just go, oh, God, I don't want to see that. And there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, my face is doing things that are it's hard to, you know, to deal with because I've I've ate I'm aging. And um, and but I always 
help myself by going like, you used to look like that. that like that was a couple of days ago. Or I say it was in the morning and you were puffier. Um, also, I will say the other day when I was in New York City, I was running into so many people I haven't seen in two years. And it's so interesting to see two years of age oh, on people's faces. Yeah. It's just this slight difference where you, I used to see these people every single day. And then, and I, for some of them, I was like, oh my God, like, I, I, like I'm not going to say it to their face, to their old saggy face, but like they've <laughs> definitely aged. And, um, and then I was just like, wow, God, people are aging. It's like, and then I was like, oh my God, they're probably thinking the same thing about me because they haven't seen me in two years, you know? I got a lot of texts. Yeah, from it, people yeah, that like COVID's tough and St. Louis food must be good. That's what people said. I uh, I don't know if it's about you. It was just random. Right, it was right just, just out of nowhere. Yeah, it might have been like, like a uh, Steve, like a, the door guy at the comedy <laughs> cellar. How does he even have your number? I don't know, he wouldn't. No, there are some people though that I have to say looked better, and I do think that I look better as I age. Like I just, so you know, I told you the story of Francis Ford Coppola being like, "How did you get so beautiful?" And I said, "Confidence," and he said, "No, I think it's genetics." But I do feel that. The more confident I get, just being comfortable in your own skin just makes you attractive. It kind of uh, it it you know it tricks people into thinking you're better looking than you are because you're just exuding happiness. And um, but I do I will get a facelift at some point, a hundred percent. Like I I look at my dad's face. I have a dad bod, and I have like my dad's face and my dad. Like our Glazer's faces just kind of like get a little craggy. My dad, it looks like really cool on him. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I think it just, my dad is always like, God, I look weathered whenever he sees a picture of himself. And I'm like, yeah, you look like an old Native American. Like the guys used to worship that we have pictures around in our house. Like you look like you've He's just turned into wise. one of those cool fossils he has. <laughs> yeah. But like cool, like in hot, like he looks like he could light a match on his face without even facial hair. Yes. That's how it's, it's not leathery, but it's like My grandma strong. and my um, aunt had the same skin. And I think it's also sun. He's, he's, he loves the sun and he doesn't moisturize. You know, he never has. And also cigarettes for years and years. And, you know, there was this picture I posted. I, did you see my Instagram story the other day? No, what was it? Was um, it was, it, it was, was yesterday, it but it was, no, it was of the Cheers cast. Oh, <gasps> and what their ages that are? Their ages. Shocking. How fucking crazy was Shocking. that? Shocking. So um, just so if you missed it, I just want to like go through. This is the Cheers cast like when they were like, you know, the, when the show was at its utmost popularity. So whatever you're picturing of the Cheers cast, that is, these are is these ages. Let me just tell you. I'll just, I, have I know, it. but I want to see their I faces. No, you can just picture them. Ted Danson and Cheers. Uh, yeah, yeah, pull up their faces. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, that's a good point. Ted Danson was 35. He definitely looks in this picture 47. Wait, um, is, it, is it on your thing? Yeah, right it's on now? my story right now. Okay, I'll, I'll, Shelley I'll Long put it up right there. On the was thirty three. Yeah, it's on the screen. So if you want to go watch our YouTube, you don't have to go s scramble to find it. Um, Shelley Long was thirty three. I can't picture her. Uh, George went thirty four, and which, he is so freaking. It's at the very bottom. It's at the very top of my story. Oh, okay, got you. Okay. George Went is like the... Dude, that dude's 58? 58 is the old, old man. The old man that I don't know his name on the show. And then Rita Perlman, who looks... 34? I mean, 34, dude. 34! You guys, go... You have to check out this photo because it's just trippy. And, and it said underneath it, like, what happened to them? And I go, smoking inside. Their whole lives. Yeah. Smoking inside, smoking every day. Um, sun, like no sun protection, like dr not drinking enough water, 
uh, all of these things. Yeah, like I woke up in the middle of the this. night last night after seeing this, or not after this, but after a bunch of other things, and just drank so much water. <laughs> yeah, I saw actually I saw Kendall Jenner getting ready for the Oscar party, and she was like, I don't know, on just days like this, I just like love to hydrate. I just drink like tons of water, and I'm just like, <laughs> I haven't had water today. Like, <laughs> I know. and then I got out of bed at like four in the morning. I've. I, it would be funny to see this show, but it's just based in a uh, like a smoothie bar. You know what I mean? Oh, Same yeah. exact show. Jump like a Jamba Juice. In all Everybody the- knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll look so young and vibrant. They'd all be wearing Lululemon. I'm telling you, I dude, mean, part of it is the hair. Change. Women with their hair was different. Like even girls in their in the 80s in in high school when they had the puffy hair. Yes. The makeup was a little different. They. Just- I looked older than I look now, and I'm not joking you. When I yeah. was a senior in high school, in some pictures, I look so much older, and I don't know what it is, but I think it does have something to do with injections in your face and and the beauty. And you could see your skeleton more so much. Then, yes, you could. Oh my god, every skeleton it looks old. Oh my god, I lo- like <laughs> my old joke of like your skeleton's <laughs> horizontal stripes, and so it makes you look fat. Yeah, I love that love one. it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> wait, what? Wait, why do you? Th- well, I've heard that men have less testosterone now, so then that might be another the reason why they look younger these oh. days because testosterone ages you i think it makes you more manly and more I think stressed more, yeah it is interesting like i feel i just know and i i hate to say this but i just know that i'm gonna get a facelift someday like i just okay. i at what age what are we um, talking and i'll be very i'll tell everyone about it because I'll, i will have to be like i'm going away for a little bit um i would say probably around 40 41 and I'm, I'm about to turn 38 like i just a little thing here and there i just modern can you get like a a mild lift now yeah there's tons of like mild ways my mom got a facelift and it was i just wish people were more open about this stuff because because they aren't i just don't really know that much about it and and i'm someone who actually looks into it and there's just it's all very um just secretive and people don't say what they've had and i would just like to be like Oh, that's like, I was looking at Kendall Jenner getting ready for the Oscars on this fucking Vogue thing that just came out on YouTube. And I know she's had, I know she's had literal surgery done on her face at this point. Like, it's just, I don't know that, but I would bet a lot of money on it. And I'm looking for scars or like, I just, I wish people could tell you what they did. I love that Amy said she had liposuction. Schumer came -hmm. out and said that because it's just, it's just nice to know that, you know, it's just nice to know. And I like how she said, you know, I never thought I would get this. And there's a part of me that feels like there was a part of her that was a little bit like ashamed to do it. But she still told people about it because she easily could have kept that secret. And no one would have ever known. And I think that's what most people do. And they just lie to you guys. They lie and they say they've never had work done. Don't it also ever makes trust. It safer when Literally. celebrities talk about it. Like I had a friend who got liposuction, I don't know, like 10 years ago. And she had to go to South America to do it. No, so I think when, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to get, I'd be interested in lipo, but like I've said, I just, s- watching E like in the, um, I guess Box early or, 2000s, oh. I don't know, they're used to just show surgeries. Yeah. And the, the surgeons are just so rough and, and oh, cavalier yeah. with your body and your skin and the way they do that, you guys know what I'm talking about, that yeah, little rod so there. Almost like, I've seen... You know, guys at Jiffy Lube put a little rod inside my <laughs> to test my oil with like more delicate. Get a, a little hole in your tire to fix Delicateness it. Delicateness isn't word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I just feel like they need to look at your body like it's just a fucking thing, and so it is interesting. It's secretive, yet and they're playing God. It's written. I'm 
no pun intended, but it's written all over your face. Like it's an interesting thing to be so secretive about while being so you can't hide it. It's so open. You can though, because these girls get just little things that they go, Oh, I've been drinking more water. It's so subtle. Why and do you everyone think they like to it? keep it I think a it's more subtle the younger you are when you get it. And the filters help. You know what so I mean? you, like you start filtering your face and then by the time you get the surgery scars end, you have the face that was a filter. So you get people used to it. Oh, so I Sorry, guess Noah, what I, was your question? Oh, yeah. Why do you think they like to keep it a secret? Because it's embarrassing that you're that vain. I mean, that's we it's cuz it's cuh. You know, you're trying to look good without being without admitting that you're you actually care. You know, like everyone needs to act like they're not trying. And the truth is, what's more trying than putting yourself under anesthesia, risking spending, you know, $30,000, yeah. $100,000? It's embarrassing for people to be like, I care this much what people think about my face. Um, it's it's interesting because they shouldn't. And, and I, I, that's why I just want to live a life of honesty because it isn't, once you admit things that are really embarrassing, that you think that people can't handle or that will ruin you. I just have never found it to be, I've never told the truth about something and had and regretted it. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Mm -hmm. I feel like in today's world though, that, you know, because Botox is so like, you literally get it at a gas station, you know, you get pump 89 and Botox is much more like people can say. My point though, is that it's like, it's the training wheels to, for people to feel more comfortable about being like, yeah, I've had a few things done. So maybe in 10 years, it'd be like, yeah, I got a facelift when I was 14. I think it used to be very like embarrassing to admit you dyed your hair. I think that used to be now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think women used to like hide that and be like, no, I don't color my hair. And it's like, it's like grandma, your hair's purple. Like, (laughs) yeah. And I was like, did you dye it purple? She's like, that's natural. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what you're actually, you're, that tricked me. Yeah. Thelma, you wild cat. So um, you're right. Maybe maybe times are changing and it's just like it's going to take longer. But Well, it's interesting with women that you have to like the one thing you can't talk about your facelift, but everything else with men. I was at dinner the other night with my older brother, two of his associates and a, and a woman associate. And it's kind of cool to see a woman in finance like like that, like kind of manly. It kind of reminds me of like a like you being a female comedian or like female comedian. Mm-hmm. And she was unbelievable like whatever not just for a woman just like the like the coolest out of all of them i thought mm-hmm. like she was so funny she's single um i don't know i have no idea but she was talking about how she's anti anti-aging even though she was so pro she's anti so she's aging <laughs> so she's aging age how old is she she's probably i'm guessing mid 40s okay wow but now she's back on anti but my point being is that we I go, oh, yeah. I was like, and then we got to talking about the different kind of face, the facials I've gotten, like the hydroplane. Yeah. And, the, and the guys were like, what? You do what? And I was talking about like the different skincare stuff. And like, there's still like, guys can't even say like, I put on moisturizer. Like, they, we're still even there where like, yeah. you did a three-step process. Like, you guys what have are you a doing? long way to go. Oh, my God. Such a long way to go. <sighs> but I mean, what is just the pussification yeah, of men? So, you're so scared of being gay. Yeah. yeah. Of being, you're scared of being women. <laughs> or and, taking and, care of yourself. Or they just don't weird. know. Avi like had no idea what a toner was until I was like, no, here you go. This is, you, yeah. you put this on before moisturizer. But that comes, like help. Avi is not scared of being feminine or whatever, but it, it, the fact that he doesn't know is from society's 
like not like the overarching yes. feeling of not wanting men to, men to be masculine and so he doesn't know because his friends don't do it and they you know what i'm saying like you put it old might spice not be on him it. Feeling <laughs> when it comes to shaving his that, head yeah. he knows all like the secrets you know like yes. him and his friends have their little tricks and oh tips. my god the way that men talk about their hairlines and study other men's hairlines and like <laughs> it's uh, it is some of the gayest things I've ever heard about. Like like they there are so, and, and I'm saying that obviously as with with humor because that's word so it's just so ironic to use that word at this point because it's so stupid. But like um, no, it's like it's very. I feel like I, I when I'm here, guys talk. You know, cis straight men. Yes, talking about hairlines. Uh. They sound more like women, chatty little women, like The View, than you know, uh, than any of my girlfriends. It's it's wild, and they don't even know that they're doing it. But yeah, it becomes your obsession. And then you don't want anyone. You know what? Though I'll give it to that Dave Pornor guy, the guy from Barstool. Oh, don't give him anything. But I'll just give. give well, he gave himself okay. hair plugs, and he's very honest open about it. Okay, very open about his hair plugs. Yeah, it was so funny. One of the guys gave him a noogie. Like right there on the plug. There was no way that he was going to get away with having those. Otherwise, he had to come out about That's it. That's true. Which, so uh, if you're, yeah, if you've been seen with him, even though McConaughey still, for some reason, can play the fifth, play the fifth, plead the play, fifth, play the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> you plan too much golf. Uh, play today. Yeah, uh, I think that it's. Um, but anyways, yes, yes, hair with men because there is a a lot of women that will not date or marry. A bald mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. like it's just like it's like you're five nine and bald, yeah. you're cut off unless yeah. somehow like I've given up and mm-hmm. then I'll. It's <laughs> a totally you. different look. There's just something about it that means you're not as virile or something. Like tells us biologically, like there's something you're you're aging essentially, and maybe not that don't have as much sperm that can get us pregnant. There's something about it that yeah. makes us unattracted to you that isn't. That it's you know inherently an ugly look. Well, if you look. look at a lion, a lion, a male lion, well, that's tons what you, of you hair. Feel the like same so way many. about women. Like yeah. you guys like a lot of like luscious locks, like long hair. Whenever girls cut their hair short, guys are always like, "It looks good," but they <laughs> yeah. would prefer it long. Yeah. Like it's just true. Well, it comes back to the alopecia thing. With- I loved your point about like why is it okay? It's not okay to joke about alopecia, but it's okay to joke about men being bald all day and male long. Pattern ba- and yeah. one is a disease, and one is male pattern baldness. It's still a thing that they don't choose, much like a disease. It's a disease. It's a yeah, your hair falling I don't out. Think it, I don't think it counts as a disease. I don't but think what's a like, disease? If your fingernails are falling ask out, your that's daddy's a, a doctor. I'll ask my dad. He's bald. It's not a disease. It looks like one. <laughs> no, I'm saying that as a guy that wears was, hats a lot. But no, but my well, I guess I looked into that. And I go, well, why isn't it not? The, why are we making this word mm-hmm. up for baldness for women? Because all their hair. Can fall out yeah. like your eyebrows. Yeah, right. yeah it's, that's where that's a disease. It's a that's disease. a disease. Yeah, but <laughs> that's where the disease. <laughs> I will say. Well, this the thing. This is very interesting because the I guess it was a couple nights ago. My boyfriend was telling me about a situation he was in, in which he like he was like, "Man, I usually handle it this way, and this time I did like, I just went in more emotional. Like it was a more just like thoughtful like." Uh, turn the other cheek kind of like Mm -hmm. empathetic instead of aggressive approach to a conflict that he handled. And he said, it's really hard for me. I just feel so ridiculous, not just lashing out the way that I would normally want to, you know? And he was like, I I go, it's going to get more comfortable. And he was like, it just, 
it helps to hear you say that it's like attractive to you because I'm like, it's so attractive to me that you're being more emotional and like leading with your feelings and other people's feelings instead of just like anger and aggression. And like if I were Jada Pickett Smith, I would have been fucking horrified mm -hmm. at what Will Smith did. I would have been like shrieking like, no, please stop. Like I'd be that, I would be so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. But I said to him, I go, one way you can look at it, like I think why it's so masculine to me for him to do this is because it's so hard for him. Yeah. And like doing something that's difficult is masculine. And so actually being emotional is really masculine because it's the more difficult thing. Like I'm more impressed by that than like him riding a thousand miles on a bike trail or so, or like climbing some yeah. 18 thing. 18 like instead of fighting a lion, you know, Bring in coffee. Yeah, he's in the doing morning. this thing that's deeply uncomfortable yeah. for him against everything he wants to do because he knows it's the right thing to do. Like, what's sexier or more masculine than that? I, I mean, I'm I'm so horny for it. It's hard though. There's a hard line there of like trying to meet aggression with turning the other cheek, like Dalai Lama style, when it's like it's in your face. Like it's I know, so difficult. I read. I was to, listening to more Stoic stuff today, and they said exactly what Stoics yeah. are. If someone is like sh talking shit in your face Nothing and calling you a you. pussy and yeah. everything, what you say to them, a stoic, a perfect stoic goes, good for you, and just walks away. Like Ugh. literally yeah. like does not. I do that with comments a lot of times. Not on, trying to get Instagram. their goat. Yeah. Not trying to like all you're doing is trying to protect your goat to not be got. That's all you're doing. You just don't want people to get your goat and just living your life in a way that your goat has never got. That's what being a stoic is. Let's take a quick break and then come back with the news and other stuff. Andrew! I'm coming in now. <laughs> Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. What Today is later in the day. I want to ask you, what have you done today? I did a lot today. Yeah, I bet. Worked out in the morning. Uh, well, wake up. I make coffee for Brenna every morning. Oh, that's It's nice. kind of nice to do that for my daughter. And then I, I send I her like off. That. I pack her a half a sandwich and take off the crust. And we have a do great Do you put morning. in a lunchbox? No, I really do. Every, <laughs> huh? What's that? Do you put in a lunchbox? <laughs> yeah, a little lunchable. A little he-man. Uh, well, they-man now. Okay, take that joke out. Anyhow. <laughs> Why? They, they. Oh, no. I'm pronounced. <laughs> you think that that will get you canceled saying he-man or they-man? <laughs> Anyways, there's man in it. He-man is man-man. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to go they-they. <laughs> They-them. Watch me they-they. Watch, Watch me whip. Watch, Watch me they-they. They. Okay, so you made a, a little sack lunch. You wrote a note and said, honey, have a great day. <laughs> honey, enjoy the honey. Yeah. On top of banana and peanut you butter. You signed her uh, permission slip to go on the field trip. I wanted to go. I signed it for me. So anyways, I send her off in her little bus. And um, well, it's not. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a day bus. What? It's not little. What, 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 is, what is little? What a pronoun. You, you're, little is not a thing. Unless you're doing little person, which is the correct thing. My thing was short bus, but then I tried to cover oh. short bus by saying they bus. But oh, it, gotcha. I don't know if that works. Okay. If you could just do it with everything. I, I think you should just not do it anymore. I got to stop this. Yeah, stop. Am I cutting so this then, whole thing out? I don't know. Hard stop. No, 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 no. no, no. Keep you got to leave in. it in. <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. If I get canceled, I don't, I've never been started. Anyhow, so <laughs> I went to the gym, our gym, 
Uh, <laughs> Don't call it our gym. Our baby gym. I've never gym. been there. <laughs> yeah, you went one time, I think. <laughs> I went because you said there was like a hot guy down there, and I like ran down. <laughs> he was gone. You're exhausted. And I left. You're like, <laughs> I just hated working out when the band, like when everyone was wearing masks. And, like, oh yeah, you're just breathing so heavy and like ugh. Well, everyone's maskless now. But yeah. then I went and got stretched, which is. If you're above 40, you know, my uncle, two fake hips. My dad's on his second fake hip. I don't I've really want to get a fake before. hip. I love it. Oh, you've gone to stretch you or whatever? I haven't been there, but I went one time right before Dancing with the Stars. I was like, I need to start like limbering up my body. So I went to a stretcher place. What did you place. think? I liked it. And I always used to get stretched after my uh, personal trainer I had. It was awesome. It was the best part of the whole thing. My little teenager brain, like she got stretched. Like Oh, yeah, like, like I yeah porn. No, no, stretch it. What? Oh, like that. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even going to dignify this with a ham drop because I don't want it to be a thing. Not because I'm offended or I'm protecting anyone, but because it's stupid. It's so dumb. So then, <laughs> but I really like it. They like if you're a lazy guy that doesn't want to do yoga, do this twice a week, and it will change. It really does make help you, you more flexible. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. That's and awesome. If you're lazy as fuck, I want to go. I'll show you. It's on Manchester. Cool. So then I went from there. Let's stretch. Then I went to Golf Galaxy. To get some new stuff. I'm there literally once every two days. I'm not, I don't even buy anything. It's just you a just place like for to me. You just like to go. It's like my cheers. Well, if there was like a Taylor Swift store with just like all of her <laughs> things there, I would, I'm in the Taylor Swift merch store every other day. Yeah, you don't have to buy anything. No, I, I just go look. in there. I smell the smells. Yeah. I, I, I touched a fake aesthetic, aesthetic fake grass. Mm-hmm. What word was I trying to Do there? they know your name now? Is that your cheers? They've seen me plenty. They know me. They know well, you. the one knows my name. Mm-hmm. I go. To, I have two places. Okay. Golf Galaxy is a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Also found a nicer Golf Galaxy in Chesterfield, an extra fifteen minute drive. Okay. Yes. That's where you're getting pretty intense. Okay. When you're crossing state lines, that's so, when you know. So then you went I went to Golf Galaxy. Yeah, I went then to Golf went Galaxy. Golfing. Then I went golfing. Played nine holes. Shot a forty. Not bad. I played okay. Mm-hmm. Then I putted. Then I came back, made some food, <laughs> and now I'm here. Wow. That's a lot, though. That's, that's a good product. That's a productive day. That's a big day. When yeah. did you do that? Um, I got up at God. I um, I got up. I had to have a COVID test because I'm going to the Grammys pre show thing. Pre pre. pre. I'm going that on Sunday, so I had a uh, COVID test. Walked the dog. Uh, came back <laughs> wait, here. Wait, wait, what was I know. That? I just wanted to spice it I know, up. That was I'm fun. so bored with what I'm saying yeah. that I had to add <laughs> yeah. something to it. <laughs> So I walked the dog, and then I got a coffee, and I came back here, and I took my uh, my meds and my vitamins, and I uh, ate uh, some breakfast, like and then Rivers. I went back to sleep. And um, I waited for like I like to like chug a coffee, and then I like to um, go, right to go back to sleep and take a nap on it. And I listened to um, a stoic podcast. I fell asleep to that. I w- woke up an hour later, and then. Um, I went and I played guitar for a little bit. I cleaned up around the house because I had the maids coming over. And I did some laundry because I'm going out of town for a week and a half. And then uh, my uh, my housekeeper showed up. And then uh, I, I I answered some emails, you know, did some like stuff like that. And then... Um, and then, yeah, the housekeeper came over, and then I came in here to uh, avoid all that while it was going on, <laughs> and I played uh, guitar in here. And, and oh, I'm sorry, I had a, a call about, uh, I'm doing like daily pop on E and nightly pop on E twice a day next week for um, Monday through Thursday. 
I'm doing it twice a day, and so what? I had a little uh, you know, creative a TV call. Show? Yeah, it's on um, E, oh. and it's a live show on for Daily Pop, and then it's pre-taped for uh, the nightly one. But I'm doing two a day, and then um, yeah, I just thought about like what I'm gonna wear for this types of stuff, and um, you got a, Mar- a Marissa Tomei thing going here. Oh, I do. Like hers yeah. is more like this. Like yeah. it's more like flirty and like opinionated. But yeah. I've never like seen her on anything except I just like know it from like that one scene where she's like with Joe Pesci in bed. For some reason, I see Schumer when you do really a Schumer doing a Tomei there. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Whoa, what that is. I, love I watched it. her whole show by the way. I did too. I loved it. Life is be- I, life and Beth. I cried a little in the last scene. Me, too. I cried thinking um, about my own mom. That I cried kind about of stuff. oh yeah. yeah during the funeral whatever. I cried uh, when she was the little girl had to wear a wig to school. Oh yeah, that made me cry of like just get having like I just related to being having a an ex- like a thing you're doing like because picking, of anxiety. Yeah. And your whole family knows about it, and they don't know what to do without it, and, and they're whispering about it, and you're like a pariah. Like it, um, I loved, I loved that. Rachel show. was great in it. So good. I talked to her about it. She I was just so like, girl, good. you were amazing. Um, Even when she played the younger girl. What do you mean? Oh, that wasn't the younger girl. No, I'm sorry. Oh, she played the younger <laughs> version of herself. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be like Pen Fifteen. But actually, like, you know who was fucking fantastic? The Rappaport. Mom. Oh, oh my God, Michael Dude, Rappaport that scene, was so fucking good. The scene yes. where oh, he, I knew you would the, love that. Oh my that God! Scene. If you haven't seen Life Is Best, uh, can we talk about Deep Water really quick before we go? Oh, oh my finally. God! Finally, okay. We've all we've all watched Deep Water. I don't know if we're gonna give it enough time. I it feel doesn't like matter. We doesn't does do it deserve enough time? The news, honestly. A deep dive deep, water. Deep water. If you haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. <laughs> it is so awful. Can, okay, can we just like talk about? Oh, why, you know what? Why don't we do our the? I'm moving a top one, bottom one. We're making it deep water. Favorite okay. thing about it, least okay. favorite thing. That's what we'll go into deep water. If you haven't seen deep water on Hulu, we won't spoil too much for you. But also, I hope you uh, maybe see it and maybe you could save this podcast for later, for the end of the podcast for later. Let's get to the news. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, man, it's Monday, folks. It's really Friday, but is it Monday? Who knows anymore? Tuesday. There's all days, but whatever, you know. Let's do things. Playing all the swells. Back to you, Noah. (laughs) All right, Noah, what are the headlines today? I have good news today. Younger women now earn at least or as much or more than men in 22 metro areas. Whoa. I'm feeling 22 metro areas where young women are making more than men. Um, Nationwide, women 30 and younger earn 93 cents for every dollar made by a comparable man. Which is okay. This tells me two things. Well, also, uh, this isn't good news for me. I'm not a younger woman. Yeah, actually, women your age are making... What? I don't want to say the number. It's bad. Dinner tonight? Six cents <laughs> for every $40 um, a man make. No, no, no. But are men just making less money? Could that be? Uh, I know that men aren't working as much and men are out of work and feeling yeah. really, uh, you know, men are just depressed. And so maybe that's affecting it. They're Noah, what are they saying? They're saying it's probably because of like transparency just being mm. and, and people just being more open about the salaries that they earn. Yeah. And as women do get older, though, um, the gap kind of widens and it's because uh, being stretched. <laughs> well, because yeah, they become moms. Out. Damn, so they oh, get out of the labor moms. force. Got it. There's that's less I'm, of us. That's what I'm saying. 
Um, uh, it is so <laughs> weird. Like that's what was my question for that finance woman. Like, is she married? Does she have kids? Because oh, it just that's is why like, you're asking that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, oh, okay. It just there. I know you can do it, but it's just different. It's and just different. And I also think like the disparity. Like, if it's a low level job mm. versus you know a CEO, like. Obviously, there's not that many CEOs in their 20s at this point. I just looked at the billionaires, like the richest people in the world. The How richest women in the world. How many are women? Of the top 10, none. That's what I'm saying. My, my point is, is as the number goes higher, the percentage goes lower yes. is what I would guess. Yeah. It, you know, the you know they did the top 10 richest women in the world. And I think the richest woman is like, uh, she's like the... Um, Space the, the No, it's the founder of like... Um, or she owns L'Oreal okay. and all of those like mm. extension brands or whatever. And she, it's somewhere in the 60 billions, which is not even close to like number 10 on the met. Like it's just, we're not even close to cracking the top 10. It's wild. Well, a lot of the richest women are divorcees. Yes. Of men, but yeah. And then they give a lot of the money away because they, because they have like kindness in yeah. their hearts and they, yeah. What um, uh, the Spanx girl makes a lot of money. The women on Shark Tank make a lot of money. Kim yeah. Kardashian was it Kim like they Kardashian. did the celebrities and like yeah, Kim Kardashian, Rihanna b- <coughs> were Beyonce. in the top ten. Um, oh yeah, I don't think Rihanna's she was like billionaire status now. I think Jay Z was. A Rihanna hasn't put out a song in twenty years, but it's she through her only lingerie makes and makeup line too. Yeah, yeah, which is a complete. Anyone who gets that kind of wealthy from a brand, I watched this whole YouTube thing about it. It's it's a subscription service to get the Fenty thing, Fenty by Savage, Fenty X Savage line. You do sub- subscription service that it automatically signs you up for. It's it's like so unethical and they make all their stuff in sweatshops. Like it's one of the most egregiously unethical brands and like they trick their consumers with all these extra like add-ons. It's wild. And it was just this girl just had a great point. She goes anyone that's a billionaire is doing something unethical. There just isn't a way to get that mm. that rich without being a bad person. And Did you see Atlanta this week? Yeah, I loved. Well, the I saw the first one? episode. It's it just so tu- good. It touches on this. Yeah, I mean, it touches on everything. But the first. Do you know that's a true story? That first episode of Atlanta. Like first. Uh, the first one you told of the third season. Oh. So if you haven't seen Atlanta before, I really recommend the season because it's completely. It's not. It's not linear. Like, it's not going with the series. Like, I haven't seen any episodes it does, since the season first. Season two and three, or episode two and three, it starts becoming linear. Okay, but, well, the but first it episode. jumps a lot. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so just, it's a story. It's a true story about these two lesbian, like, do gooders that adopted all of these black children that were in foster care. And then, like, it just gets wild. But it's a true story, and you should really watch it. I loved it so much. And I thank you for recommending it to me. What's the next story? Okay, there's drama in St. Louis, and the story was sent by a bestie. A St. Louis restaurant stands up to a Los Angeles food blogging influencer after a negative review. Mm. Okay, so here's what happened. The place called Corner 17. Have you guys heard of that restaurant? No. Okay, it's a Chinese restaurant. was approached by an influencer who has over 200,000 followers on Instagram and said to pay him $100, and he would record the food as it was being made and then post it on his account. The owner declined. He said, no, thank you. The guy went to the restaurant anyway and then posted on Instagram, on his Instagram story that the food tastes like ass or such a floral taste to these and then like a vomit emoji. Uh, So the restaurant owner, even though he doesn't have as many 
followers and stuff, he, he, he stood up and he exposed that the guy asked him for a hundred dollars. And he's like, this guy is just coming here and we refuse to pay him a hundred dollars and he's attacking us. So, um, a lot of people in St. Louis supported the restaurant and, and stood up for it. So I was wondering if you guys heard about that story. No, I haven't heard of it, but I, influences can be so gross. Yeah, that makes that and story. You know, I don't know why this it guy, makes me angry. It, it could have been the best meal he's ever had, and he was never going to give it a good review. Yeah. It's like people just come into situations looking for reasons to hate it. And I've been that person before of like, I'm just going in with negativity or like, but um, yeah, that sucks. And um, good on that guy for like you know not what? just taking it and saying, I'll go there this week and I will give. <laughs> Of true, honest review. True. Even if it's bad, you'll, you'll I go promise there this you, week, I will go there this week. Corner 17, I'm coming. Get that ass ready because yeah. I'm going to eat it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, like I will. It. Do you want to go? I can't. I'm out of town. <laughs> yeah, Damn right. It. I've heard that before. I'm going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where are you going? To the pre 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 Grammys? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to the pre 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 Oscars too. They're they're backed up all the way. We're doing a pre show of the pre show of the pre show of the pre show all the way to the next Oscars. Which um, um, I will go there. Okay, though. I'd yeah. love to see you go there. I hate a guy. A hundred bucks. First of all, like, what are you like? I, I bet I know what this guy looks like too. This little catty. Oh, bitch. I'm sure. Just like this I didn't want to say his name because I didn't want to give him any kind of support, even yeah, good or bad. Him. None of that. Yeah. Bad press is good press. So yeah, and good. Keep keep his name out of your mouth. In the words of Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. What a, I love that when when you say something like that, like when he was like, "Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth." He like said it twice. Because he had nothing else. You know, like, we heard you the first time. And, uh, you know, like, whenever someone repeats themselves, like, twice, comedians do it, too, of, like, the punchline. Da, 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 da. It's like, no, we heard you. We, yeah, you're just yeah, wasting yeah. our time with this There's second. nothing funnier than someone that is angry and they don't, they can't find the word. I mean, that's why he, he punched oh. him. It's like, he did not have words. Well, you can't compete with Chris Rock. I know. A, I mean, it would have been so ugly. It would have been... So that's what he realized as he was walking to the stage. He was probably like, "Oh fuck, I don't have anything <laughs> to say to this guy." Well, did you see Chris almost went in, and he, you could hear him under his breath be like, "I could." I forgot exactly what oh, the really? lines were, but he said something like, "I I could say so." Uh, essentially, like, "I got so much to say." Oh uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's probably knows quiet. so much. Be yeah, huh? Like, no, on, no, yeah, but he he's quiet now. For now. He said something though, like under his breath, of like, "I could." He destroy. knows yeah, so he, much shit. I mean. Every celebrity at that level knows so much oh. stuff that could take oh. down everyone. I mean, even I know stuff that could take down people's careers. So and I've uh, barely got my foot in the door in that way. But like, yeah, I'm sure he knows so much stuff. Those celebrities luckily paid you $100 to keep you fucking your mouth shut. Yes. You fucking so, mouth. I love. Feels fun though to repeat. Uh, it is, yeah. Try it. Call me a name and then say it twice. You dumb piece of golf shit. I don't know. I just want to do call it one you more golf. time. But you a little dumb bit. piece of golfing shit. It feels yeah, good, I mean, don't it? Yeah, yeah. That's no, it feels mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, next story. Okay, we'll do a quick one before our break. Uh, pets have the potential to make their owners more attractive. They serve as both conversation starters and tools for relational maintenance. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, yes. Pets and are so good to, for everything. Puppies. So a part of the research, which I found interesting, um, 
the study shows that women were more discriminating regarding the association of a potential partner with pets than men. Hmm. They were more discriminating, like, oh, well, my thing is always, like, if he has a dog, I'm just, like, that he, he's in every fucking picture with in Bumble or whatever. So he's going to give too much attention to I'm just, dog. like, get over your dog. Like, I can't stand oh, these so do- guys that are just, why. like, all okay. they care about is their dog. Like, I love my dog, but it's not, it's too much to be, like, he's my everything. I, I live and breathe this. Like, it's just too much. I'm just, like, go just fuck your dog already. Like, I'm never going <laughs> to... And and sometimes the dog is like not that cute, and I'm just like I don't think I'll ever like this thing as much as you do, and that's gonna be a divide between us. I'm opening up some pickles because I really want one right now. First of all, the word pickles is my favorite. I love one of pickles my words, so much. My favorite word. I just brought it out because I think it would be funny, and it's not the most annoying thing. Like, listen, to this crunch. Kind of looks like a dog's penis, to be honest. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna chew on Mike. We okay, can't go so to I'll break. keep going. Uh, What do you think, Andrew? <laughs> no, I know. I, that, was, that was a joke to just be quiet the whole time while you don't eat off my or while you eat off mic. I think that if a girl has a dog, I I got to think that maybe it's from a past relationship, so maybe there's baggage there, mm. potentially. Uh, that would girl make me really guy. sad if girl that or was guy. the reason. Girl or guy, I yeah. think maybe that could be a reason. Or I don't know. I. I'm trying to think why a girl would not, other than that, not like a guy, either they're allergic, they, I don't know. It also says that women are more likely to pay attention to how a date interacts with their pet than men. Oh. Which is kind of like what Nikki was saying. Right, like. Oh, oh, okay. But they don't care if the person actually owns a dog. I care if someone is like, I don't care if you're like fawning over. I've had Luigi when I've been single and guys have met him and, or and, and Marion when I had her. And I wasn't like, like sad if they didn't show enough. I'm just like, it's just, they don't need to be like fawning over. If they were just totally dismissive of it, I'm just like, well, that's kind of weird. But um, I've seen some real assholes, like real, like, like dark thinking assholes. Mm-hmm. When they see a puppy or a dog, they turn into like their seven year old mm-hmm. self when I think they probably. Like something shitty happened to them, you know, maybe a dog bit their yeah. dick or something. <laughs> but they go from like, yeah, fuck this fucking, and it's just like, I don't know what that is. What do you think that is? Like where they're, where they're, I don't know. It just I, makes us because they're so freaking cute, and it reminds me. I had this joke once where I was at the dog park, and this guy was like, "What's your dog's name?" And I was like, "Luigi," and he was like, "But what do you call him?" And I was like, "Luigi," and he was like, "What do you call him?" And uh-huh. I was like. <laughs> Little woo woo, and he's like, "Oh God!" I was like, "I know." He's like, "Yeah." Like, oh, look! It's he just... looked up. He looked up. Are you a little woo woo? Are you a gentle Mike? I was yeah. taking a shit at a dog owner's house when I used to walk dogs, and he's he was a big real estate guy, like like a boss. <laughs> yeah. And I heard him like talking to his little toy poodles, like like the little like, babies. Who oh, daddy's home? I know. And he was like down on the ground, and I, and I come out of taking a shit, and he's just like. Uh, hey man, what's up? What's up, dude? Yeah. Oh man, you ever punch a kid? And I'm like, what? You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta uh, go to break. We'll be back with top one, bottom one, uh, deep water edition.
Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. 
people that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to a really good cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Well, let's do Why Do I Care before we get to deep water. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Um, why do I care? Why do I care? Okay, let's see if you care about this. Uh, Sydney Sweeney, the 24-year-old star of shows like Euphoria and The White Lotus, told mm-hmm. Ellen that she invited her entire family, including her uncle and grandparents, to the premiere of Euphoria, and they all watched her nude scene. Okay. When, when, Al, when Ellen asked her um, how her grandparents reacted, she said, they said I have the best tits in Hollywood. Ooh. It's good and bad, I guess. She really does. By the way, I've sent many, I've sent some pictures, not many a picture, but a couple pictures of her, maybe one, to my boyfriend just to be like, check out this fucking like Ooh. lady. Like, isn't she like, and he was like, yeah, not not my type, but like, yeah, r- really good. But I've, I've, she's made me stop and go, yikes. She's got a great bod. Um, yeah, I like her a lot. I think I feel a little uncomfortable by this whole comment, but you know, that's okay. I like that she is okay with that. I would be very uncomfortable. Like when my dad was like, va, 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 voom about me. I was wondering I would, if you would invite cool. your entire family. Like if you had your own movie and there was a new scene. You know, I would say, don't listen to me naked. I would say, you know, close your eyes at this part. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't want my parents seeing me naked. My Mr. mom, Grandpa I can handle like it. This. Uncle. <laughs> like, you know what TV. I mean? It's just, I don't, it's nice. I mean, my grandma being like, hey, your cock, great cock there. In yeah. Scene best four, cock like, in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she'd be a liar, but I'd love her for it. Yeah. Um, Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> um, she'd also be a liar. Um, yeah, it would be. I wouldn't mind my mom seeing a nude scene or like a love scene because it's my. I just there's something though, like your I, dad supporting your comedy. You talk about blow. You talk about yes, but that's not eliciting boners in people, like or it's not meant to. Whereas nude yes. scenes often are trying to get you in a romantic. Like if it was, I don't know. I just would feel more uncomfortable with it actually being witnessed. Like when my dad on the on Not Safe when we when I did the lie detector when he said he had heard me having sex, it was the worst thing I've ever heard. Was the, like it was That's as what bad he as said, I yeah. know, but did, did, it was. I I didn't think it would be like, but yeah. there's something about being heard in in that context is different than me telling a story of it. And him, I don't know why. I mean, I that show. Have you watched one episode? No. The tits is like the least cringy part of that show, right? Like, so I can't believe she, she was did, like, "What about my pussy?" Yeah, grandma. Grandma. What about my grandma? My asshole, grandma. Also, they are teenagers in the show. It's so weird. I watch the show. It feels dirty sometimes to watch this show, even though it's very entertaining. Yeah. But it, it, who the guy that creates it, like, I don't know what goes on in Hollywood. Like, during, like, when her tits are great, right? Mm -hmm. She's playing a teenager. Mm -hmm. 18 or. No, I guess I mean then she would have High to be school. she was a junior last year, right? If she okay. if it was two yeah, years. Yeah. 
they don't really show the high school at all either, by the way. Right. They don't show the teachers. Mm-hmm. They kind of keep you in this like adult world too. So, so then you forget you see that them. they're they're not even yeah. contextualized as children. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he I don't know why he does that. It's a weird choice. Well, maybe because it would be so uncomfortable to see them to be reminded that they're children. Ah. Uh, shit. No. Yeah. I just remember like being in tr- we, we were talking about this at the cellar oh. the other night getting in trouble for watching Dawson's Creek like in high school I was like that that they were doing too many sexual things like now kids are watching Euphoria I mean it's it's yeah ten years from now it'll be different like, world it'll be that, an, it'll be like anal POV and it'll be like dude remember when Euphoria like only showed tits and now we're I was like watching seeing porn the- last night and all I could think about was how the things that I'm watching are accessible to like children to like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's not okay. It's just not okay. I'm, I'm really like porn is really p- bad for it the is. world. Yeah, it it's is. really, really bad. It should be something that children should, there should be ways that kids they can't get it. They, they, try. they have no control over it now. And I, I just, I, I love porn and I like porn stars and I don't think what they're doing is trying to like, you know, ruin but could it be a thing that it's just like the, not taboo anymore it's like no oh, that's a pussy that's a pussy like like could there be something? no <laughs> you know I, what i, I mean think, no like i think if free you're sites introdu- like uh porn hub and stuff they're under a lot of scrutiny because there's a lot of um like sex trafficking and like uploading of videos of minors and stuff and it's not regulated or anything like that so yes I well, think those I are the just, sites that are. Yeah, but that was I know Euphoria that I have watched videos. <laughs> I know that I have watched videos <laughs> you know where the girl. I read this somewhere the other day about porn. Is like, yes, these women are consenting to do this. Like maybe you'll see them in a video before it happens. Like I watch like sometimes like brutal things. Literally, the word brutal is in it. And the thing is, like these women may have signed on to this, but much like. I have been in sexual situations sometimes where something starts being like not fun for me and I don't like it and I just don't say anything because it's too big of a fucking production to stop it. So you just let this thing happen that you don't like. And in porn, that can be such a slippery slope because not only are you like, it's it's when it's just me and a guy and he's doing something I don't like and I'm like, oh, I'll just put up with it. Like, who cares? It's going to be over soon. That is already such a sad situation to be in. And it's not his fault. I'm just like, I'm just trying not to be awkward or like make him feel bad. But when you're on a set and there's people who are like union employees and they're lunch, like them stopping down because you're feeling uncomfortable and ruining the scene and having to, it's just like, there's so many times I've, that women have continued on with these scenes and you put up with this much that makes it uncomfortable and then you go, okay, well, if I'm willing to do that, then it gets a little bit more uncomfortable and you go, okay, that too. And then it just, it can easily get out of hand. So I know I've witnessed women doing things that they really t- did not sign up for. And I just, I just know it because it's just, there's no, no chance that I, that I have it. And I'm grateful for those horrible experiences those women went through because I'm like, I'm, I'm not grateful for it. I'm so sad that it happened, but like, I want to say that, like, I see you if that's you. And, like, I, I'm i sorry I came to what you went through. <laughs> I really am. But I see you, and I'm trying to figure out how to be at peace with it or, like, separate myself from it or, like, hand – because I don't want to support these things. I'm I, Grateful was the wrong word. Please don't take that out of context. But I just want to say, like, you are putting yourselves in situations that are really scary and, um, and to make content for people like me – and I appreciate that, and I'm sorry that if it's it's not a better situation, Man, you know. This is a 
amazing Oscar speech. <laughs> it's my ABN award. Yeah, yeah. They, they might not have asked me to host again, the ABNs. They've asked me before. I would just be like, um, this is, what if I just turned it into like a whole expose about how the business is so terrible? And then you just add, I just love the ending of it. That's the only way I can come. But I know. It's just so funny to see like, like President Zelensky doing like, we have to stop Russia. The Western world must help us. And if you do, it's the only way I can come. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, we've seen so many dead bodies. Oh my and it's God. the only way I but can But I'm come. grateful for those dead bodies because that's the only way, way I, can I can climb. Come. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. literally what I just sounded like. Okay, I regret everything. Um, <laughs> it's Russian I don't know fault. what I'm talking about. It's too late in the day. Let's. Uh, it's really late at night in the day. But your face looks great. Oh, uh, thanks. Okay, let's get to top one, bottom one. Um... Deep Water Edition. Okay, so let's talk about this movie, Deep Water, that we all watched on Hulu. Oh, um, my God. We are going to talk about our top one and bottom one moment from it. Let's start with bottom because that's where ev- literally every kind of uh, anecdote or, or thought about this movie belongs. It was a movie starring Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas, and they were banging each other when they made it that's why i wanted to watch it i thought it would be super sexy and it is a very sexy movie it's a thriller i just love when people on screen are banging off screen and i know it i just like seeing that chemistry it makes me feel like i'm in their relationship a little bit and it's voyeuristic um she is amazingly gorgeous it is a movie about a guy ben affleck and this woman who are married and they have a kid and she is a woman that is constantly sleeping with other men in town and he knows about it and the town knows about it and he's like a cuck and then they start disappearing and getting murdered and you wonder if it's ben affleck and then uh, you know hilarity ensues and there are snails there are my least favorite part yeah my bottom part of this movie the wallet was the snails it was shoehorned in they served no purpose um his he was a guy ben affleck's character is his husband and he has this whole like snail garden where he like has a bunch of snails in a tank and like it's not like they eat the dead bodies that he's killing or allegedly killing like there's no i could understand if he was like into compost and you're like oh maybe that's what he's doing with all along that's where the bodies were going or something the snails were just sliming up things but the snails represent like what moving slowly in the sense of like so does anything else <laughs> i know is, i'm is just saying a, like i it was originally based off of a book and i think the snails played a part in the book in a big way i want to say i've done research on this movie because it's so insane to me that this thing got made that they had to, uh, the director but, directed a bunch of thrillers back in the day like some of the best thrillers that there were hasn't directed in so long he's like 89 years old so you have a, an elderly director yeah that is probably part of the problem they had to do reshoots on it like a year later because the finished product, it was supposed to come out in 2019. Oh, wow. Before Isn't the pandemic. Euphoria also? Isn't one of the creators yes. of Euphoria? What's his oh, name? Oh, the writer, J- Sam, Sam something. Oh, yes. Uh, J- the actor's in it, but one of the writers is yep. Sam it, Levinson or whatever. The guy I don't from know his Euphoria. name, but when I read about it, I noticed oh. that and that explained a so, lot. So, what do you. But the snails, they're. They, it's I don't want to give away anything. So many but things the wallet. Me. 
Okay, yeah, they got just got slime all over it. What was the, what were they doing to the maybe wallet? Maybe they were eating the wallet. Maybe no, they snails weren't. eat things. Well, then they should have shown the snail eating it or parts of it decaying. The snail is the pig of the Okay, so for you guys, but the wallet was some evidence that maybe someone would was trying to get rid of and so Andrew's saying like maybe he was trying to get rid of evidence. That's not what was happening. It just was a wallet with a bunch of slime on it in the in the snail tank. It's yeah, so I know, stupid. but what was it doing in the snail tank? Because maybe I, he thought no one would open it. That's what I thought. No one would go in there. Yes, the snails are so gross. It keeps people from opening it. Okay. But then why not? Why not no, work with tarantulas just, yeah, or something no. that more yeah. that people are or actually snake. scared of? It felt yeah. so forced. That's why I was like, maybe it's right. deeper. That's it's why it's so it's, yeah. stupid. It makes no okay, sense. Okay, so that, what was your That's least? That's my least favorite thing. Which one? Which snails. One? Oh, the snails. Snails. Um, shit. I have so. The, it was hard to Pick get one, through that man. movie, man. Pick one. Pickle. All right. Um. I mean, I would have to say just her at the party, just. Completely, oh, oh, the completely wasted and completely just. It's one thing to be, and a then cuck. everyone stops and looks at her because she's yes. like so enigmatic, and she's like wasted. Oh, playing that's a piano. different party. That's a different. The first party with the blonde hair guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She got. She was like singing with the piano at that party. No, that was the second party. No, oh, that was the first whatever. party too. Oh, first party. Okay, so yeah. either party, either her at a party. It's one thing to cuck in front of in the private. Cuck away. If that's what Ben likes. You cuck him in the... It isn't what he likes, a, though. No, I know. But at a party, it's just... It, it really got me. all of Ben's me. friends it got around. Me. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Because... But that was what the movie... That I have to say, that was part... That's something I liked about it, because... But it he was wasn't so into weird. it. That's why it made me so angry. I know because she was fucking with him. She knew he would never leave her. She said that like I yes. know that you'll. What are you gonna do about it? Then leave me. And he's not doing it. So she was almost testing him. Like she loved. She was Jada Pinkett Smithing it. Like she wanted to push him because she wanted to see him act out because she got so horny from him loving yes. her and wanting her so bad and getting jealous that she. She did that to fuck with him. I mean, so many scenes they would be making out, and then she would make eye contact with him while they were making out. So she, wow. she, she loved it. I know, it. but I thought I, she was black snailing a, him. Because I had a whole other black snailing. Yes, oh. I know. What was I think your at the end, it? I think at the end we should talk about like what we thought the plot was because my okay. plot interpretation okay. was totally different. But to what Andrew was saying about the parties, so for the if anyone didn't watch it. It was about like these yeah. affluent people and they would be at a party like every single day. I was like, aren't these people exhausted? Well, it was in New Orleans. So many parties. So many parties. It was Louisiana. That's why. I and think. it was so funny. I was looking at all the extras and they're just all these people. They just no party would have this kind of people at it. Like it was just such a mismatched group of like <laughs> it was filmed during the pandemic. No, I guess it wasn't filmed during the pandemic, but it was just like I was just. It's so funny, party scenes in movies, like it's just the weirdest looking groups of people. But um they were always going to so many parties, you're right, and that wasn't another annoying thing of it. And But didn't you think that she knew that she had something on him just more than the love? Like that she knew that he actually murdered the one guy. Mm, you know what I mean? That's no. how I felt. I felt like she had something on him. Oh, and that's why he kept being such a cockpit. Interesting. Okay, I kinda like that. But um But it, it turned out that wasn't yeah, or maybe it was. Who knows? Who you the gotta... fuck knows? Because the ending is so stupid. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. you know what? My least favorite. Can I just say my least favorite more part? More than snails? No, more than snails. It, this was only if you've seen it, and I'm sorry. When Ben is with the stick at the end, like poking around Ugh. to get that guy like back in Ugh. the water, and that guy, the author, shows up well, out of nowhere. Was Why was yes. he there? Oh my god! Why yeah. was he there? This actually brings me to my other least what? favorite. They should just have given him the a biking. reason to be there. Why was he there? 
He knew, I think he heard of this creek before. I, he knew no, that there was because, a body in that creek? No, no. it's because what? he was, he had nothing else to do with his day except for be suspicious ben. of Ben Affleck. Oh, so he's following him Oh, there. and he had to follow him. I thought he, he just thing. wound up there, like, because I'm like, oh, I'm on a hike and I just happened to see this guy who I suspect of murdering out with a stick trying to it's poke a body. It's just a town with people who have nothing to do. And why, if he thought that Ben was a murderer, would he, like, go stumbling in his dress shoes down it's a ravine and get so closer weird. to a guy who's obviously doing something nefarious and will definitely kill you if he, like, it was can we so go, dumb. Can we get into this? And when he was speeding ben away from bike. Ben and he goes, oh, now I'm going to write a book about you. He was like saying all these dumb runaway Ugh. things. And I'm like, focus on getting away, you freaky dumb old man. He's like, the murder. He's and talking. why was his wife so young? He's talking into his phone like, Chapter four. Oh, yeah. He the was murderer. Doing... It's like, he's in there. I know. He's right behind <laughs> he's you. He's right behind you on a bike going so much faster than you can drive in your little dumb station wagon. But can we wagon. get in that? What? Into that, that him the, biking everywhere. Well, it's the Friday the Thirteenth. Jason walking faster than someone runs. Get the fuck out of here. Ben was good at biking though. <laughs> he biked everywhere and he took shortcuts that the guy didn't know about. That is true. A shortcut the, could get you. That guy was on. That's a. That's another thing of don't text and and drive. Don't try while to do voice notes book. and drive yeah. while driving away from Ben Affleck coming after you on a bike to murder you. Okay, so what's no, our what's best you, parts? I don't even know what our best. But oh, Noah hated the oh. parties. The best part for me was um how hot they both were oh. and the scene where he they have sex it was super duper hot and i did not like any of the sex with the other guys really i just wanted to her and ben affleck ben affleck is so freaking good looking he still got it love the face work um him they definitely had chemistry in that one scene and i definitely think he takes jobs to get naked with women that he wants to hook up with and i don't yeah. begrudge him for it because uh, I'm sure it's just part of the reason that he takes these gigs, but that is those sex scenes. That that one was super hot. Noah, do you have a best part? <sighs> okay, it's like I really had to dig in there to say this. <laughs> yeah, um, but I guess I kind of like the sexual tension. I mm. like the idea of like cucking and stuff like that, but um, cuckoldings, I, I should say. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it just it it didn't do it right because of all the other things that we discussed. Yes. Um, Did so you like c- the little girl like singing in the car at the end no. after we watched this awful murder no. scene? No, To I lighten didn't. the mood? Oh, outtakes. The little daughter, four-year-old singing the Bee Gees in the back of the car. It was like the dumbest thing during the credits to have this little girl like singing a song. It was so stupid. Her singing made me understand the wife cheating. Like, that's how bad her singing Oh, my was. God. I loved her being such a bad mom. Wait, so let, I think, tell me your tops, uh, and then I want to tell you what I thought about the my movie. My top, yeah. yeah. I guess the only thing that, like, the one... Re- it is weird to, like... Her I being was, naked in a lot of it? No, it wasn't even that. that was awesome. Although her, that was her, paused. My top is her not wearing a top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my... When Ben... Okay, first of all, I was rooting for Ben because I hated her so much. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, I wanted them all to die. Yeah. But when Ben sat down, the Brad Pitt, younger looking guy, the first guy she was mm-hmm. fucking and at the party and told him that he murdered the other yeah, guy. Yeah, that was good. That was... Oh, yeah, and then good. when the guy came over and Ben was still like giving him food and like... I did enjoy that because it gave Ben at least some backbone. Yes. But that was the only redeeming thing okay. about the whole movie. Final thought. Noah, what do you make of this movie? Okay, so at first I thought 
the same like you like this woman cheats and you know it stresses him out and all that and then as the movie started to end i realized like i thought that it was more of this woman is trapped by this guy who is a genius and he's very wealthy and powerful and he i thought it was like an erectile dysfunction thing where he could not satisfy her and but also would not let her leave the relationship and she would have all these um affairs and you know to to, she obviously had some kind of like like sex addiction or something and um and every time she would get that satisfied he would go and you know kill these guys and she would just feel trapped in this loop that's what i took away from it Mm. but he did fuck her though the one scene right yeah like well apparently well do you remember at the party when she like backed up to him and he's like oh oh." yes yes that was hot i thought like oh you you know she's teasing him because she knows that he can't keep an erection so it's just going to tease him a little bit and (laughs) i love this wow it's such a funny plot twist of like (laughs) that could have been solved with viagra yeah yeah. the whole fucking movie (laughs) yeah it ends with him should i murder the guy or get a hard cock i think Um, it was just a vehicle for these for just a sexy movie that really taught me nothing told me nothing didn't make me think about anything deeper um just made me honestly what i took away from it is that I need to make movies because anything goes, anything fucking goes like, like there's sometimes you see movies and you just go, how, you know, there's a podcast. How did this get made about these kinds of movies? I can't wait until they do this movie on there, but it really does blow your mind. The stuff that gets made. Mm -hmm. And this was an example of something that should not have been made. I'm glad it was. You've got to see it because it's just so weird the music is good. The cinematography is good. The um. What about the, the cops? The cops? Oh my god! What the cops? I don't remember the, them. The detectives. Oh yeah. When he murdered the guy. Oh my god. Ugh. Oh, what about the good cop, bad cop? They so, didn't even get into so it. So she snaps once. So he murders her boyfriend. Right. Her. This is like the second one of all the guys she's he's murdered in front of a hundred people, and, and he murders her, him or at, whatever. at a party at their yes. friend's house. Right. In so a pool. It's, when, the guy's six when, seven, and when he murders, yeah, when he <laughs> after he too tall to after he murders him, <laughs> the cops come right, and they're like pulled the body out of the yeah. fucking thing, and they're all sitting around trying to investigate it, and she starts screaming and crying, being like, "You murdered him! I know you did! I know you murdered him!" And so the cops are like, "We're gonna take you away." So she, he, she's screaming this in front of all their friends that are like freaked out because they just witnessed yes. this guy dying. And then the next week, they're all at like a fun brunch party in this like bat- backyard barbecue with all the same people. It's so weird. <laughs> so weird. And or what, what about-, about when Ben? Oh, go when he went over for dinner. <laughs> when he went to the guy's dinner, the the book, the the oh, writer. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he went- oh my god. Oh, what about what? Oh, when he danced with the guy's wife, I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I was I actually like that too. stoked I was on like, that. Get it, girl. Yeah. Get it. I thought that we were gonna. I would have loved to see oh, the sex scene between. I wanted those to two. fuck him on yes. top of the writer. I just head. wanted him to fuck a blonde girl so I could kind of blur my eyes and picture it. <laughs> That's why he likes Sweeney's tits. <laughs> I mean, I always like girls that look like like I'm always yes. more like you know porn everything. Why, I just yeah. want uh, someone so to I only jerk off to fucking Danny <clears throat> DeVito. Um, no, so you because you said I looked like Taylor Hawkins yesterday, and it was so funny because I've been thinking every time I see a picture of Taylor Hawkins R.I.P. coming up, I think it's me for a second, and that's flattering to me. I do look, I do, without makeup, I do look like Taylor Hawkins. I mean, you could, if you dressed like, it would be great. He has a great smile. Like, he's always smiling Dude. and like, 
It would be a good. A, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be a good. Hol- it would have been a good Halloween. I costume. literally think you look like if Kurt Cobain and Taylor Hawkins had a baby. And that's why you said I should never meet Dave Grohl. It would be very triggering for him. <laughs> well, you'd be dead in a week. <laughs> Shit. Shots fired. Oh my god. Baby drowned. Okay. Oh god. So here's the other thing about ten the, sauces. Here, here's the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Inside my belly. Mm-hmm. The movie is one of those movies. You can't turn it off, and I'll give it credit for that. That's that. Okay. I'll get maybe partly because you said to see this. I I thought you might have loved it. I was also watching this movie where you, you thought s- I might like it. Yes. So I didn't know at what point <laughs> I is Nikki the dumbest person on earth, or I love that, it. Well, it took that's me a about- great April Fools. I did have an April Fools joke, and that was it. I yeah. didn't mean to. They said something about April Fools that I read that was like, you are meant to confuse, not abuse. That's what a good prank is. Uh, if the person can laugh afterwards. Confusion, not abusion, which I like. Confucius said that. The, the, it is hard. There are certain movies that are so bad mm. that they're, and this one was, I think, not bad enough. But I don't still, know. We got pretty fired up here. Yeah. I, it just. Can we do our top 10 really bad movies that you watch? The whole thing and actually enjoyed I it. I, I don't watch bad movies. I just I don't watch movies in general. Like so, I don't. And and you know, I know there are a lot of bad movies from my childhood that I think yes. are good because I was a child and children are dumb. Got you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to even think of like one bad movie that I've seen that I like. I walked out of Dinner for Schmucks. I hated it. I walked out of Horrible Bosses. Hated it. I thought it's just these movies are just so insulting to your to your intelligence. That any of this would fly, any of these people would act this way. It's just like I can't stand it. Just, just leave your job. Don't murder your boss. It is so funny. No boss, think... bosses acted this way. You know, <laughs> to see you buying a ticket for Deep Water, like it's just such a funnier thing to go to the movie to theater. write Hulu and say, um, I think my monthly subscription should be. Yeah, uh, I walked out of Deep Water. Complimentary this week. Yeah, I walked out of my living room. Think about how many shows and movies we've walked out of that. That you know, we used right, to have like, to go somewhere, whatever, to like. Oh, I would walk out of theaters all the time. It was really? like my thing because I, I never just, walked out of a theater. I do not put up with something that is like it, it's nothing. Get, the theater doesn't give a fuck. The guy working like they already got their this, money. I don't want this movie to have my money. I don't want this man to make more movies. They but he already has your money. He already has your money. No, I'm taking it back. So it'll be one less box office. Money Time for out. Them. You would leave and ask for your money back if it was before 45 minutes in the movie. A hundred percent. Wow. Yeah, but, and it's not because I want that fucking no, money. No. It's because I need to send a message with my money that is don't make these movies. This is not good. I've never heard of anyone doing this. But people do it all the time, and you can do it anytime you want. I wouldn't do it now because like theaters are suffering, but back in the day when they were fine, yeah. before movie pass. Uh, we got to go. Holy Let's um shit. Well, shots fired. Uh, we got to go. Uh, have such a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow on the podcast. Uh, don't be cut and jazz for your money back. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, 
this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy. Yeah. Right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.